Welcome to the Frederick Democrats Podcast, a production of the Frederick County Democratic Central Committee. I'm your host, Josh Kramer, and with me today is Galen Claggett, who is running for county council at large. Galen, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. First question that I have for you is to uh, just explain a little bit about yourself and your background. Of course, you've been involved in, uh, in government, whether at the uh, county level or at the state level. Uh, but if you could go into a bit of that and then maybe uh, what you do in your professional life, that kind of stuff. Thank you. I will. Uh, let me start with uh, the beginning. <laughs> I was a uh, teacher. Uh, I came uh, back home. I was born here, raised here. Uh, went to Frederick High School, went away to college, came here and taught. I was at Thomas Johnson High School the year it opened as a history teacher. Uh, from there, I worked in uh, the prison system, taught at Mount St. Mary's College, uh, then came back uh, into the school system here, was a vice principal, principal, guidance counselor, track coach, and history teacher. From that point then, I uh, got elected county commissioner, did two terms. Uh, after that, I set up my business. This is the 31st year for our business. Uh, what we do basically is property management at all different levels. And uh, beyond that, I got bored. So I ran for the House of Dele Delegates, did three terms there, was on the Appropriations Committee, was a subcommittee chairman, served on a number of other ad hoc uh, and committees and subcommittees. Had a pretty good run for, uh, uh, for it uh, there and brought, uh, I thought, some good news back for Frederick County as a part of the Capital Committee. Should you be elected uh, this year to the county council, uh, and of course it is a competitive primary, uh, and then after the primary we've got the, the general to go through, but uh, should you be elected to the county council, what are the things that you would like to to accomplish? Where, where might be some of the, the shortcomings that you've seen with the, with the county council so far, and, and what direction would you like to take it in moving forward? On the issues side of it, of course, I'm pro-education. Uh, I uh, was the vice chair of the education subcommittee, uh, which was a part of the appropriations committee. So that will be a, a particular uh, emphasis for me. I'm very concerned with uh, economic development, partic particularly the uh, transportation situation here. Uh, the drug situation is also uh, a major concern for me. Beyond that, I. Uh, I really want to make sure that we get the proper balance between the executive and legislative branches. I think that's uh, paramount. There's nothing terribly wrong with it, but we're going through growth, uh, a growth pattern now to get the two branches balanced, and I think that would uh, be really important. I looked at how Montgomery County did it, Howard County, and a number of other counties. Of course, Montgomery County started in 1948. There you have a little head start on us. We tried forever to get it, and we finally got it. So I, I want to make sure it works, and I want to be a team player. But at the same time, I want to make sure that the legislative arm of the government fulfills its obligations and, 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 and its role. 
Could I ask you to go a little bit further maybe on the uh, transportation issue? Because, you know, anybody uh, driving through Frederick knows that places like uh, 15, Route 15, uh, gets particularly congested. A lot of um, uh, on-ramps and exit ramps and everything. But, uh, and you know, there's traffic all over uh, Frederick. And and as we're growing, there's going to be more demand for those roads. Uh, So what are some of the things that maybe we could do to help alleviate some of the the traffic and the commute time and everything? Well, the first thing that I bring to the table is a connection to the state and federal uh, governments uh, a strong connection. Uh, during my time, uh, I was instrumental in getting the interchange on 15, the new entranceway into Frederick City, the, street, uh, the East Street entrance. Also got the ramp off of 26 onto 15, just to mention a few projects. So, uh, as a member of the Capitol Committee, I had a, a, a pretty strong influence on what came out for us. Beyond that, I think the county needs to really prioritize its capital program be a lot more aggressive than it, than it has been in building roads. I know there are demands all over the place, but I think this is a particularly frustrating situation. And I will point out one other thing. In 1980, when I was a county commissioner, we asked for light rail down 270. They laughed at us. I'm still asking for light rail. I served on a committee with Montgomery County asking for light rail. We even asked for the Walt Disney monorail down 270. We figured if Disney could move people, we sure as heck should, should be able to move them. But it was not the case. So building roads is wonderful, but we keep building and, they, and the traffic keeps increasing. We need to find other ways to move people. Connectivity is a major major consideration for economic development. So what you're getting at then is is that we need more essentially public transportation in Frederick mm-hmm. County to help. Right. Okay. Uh, and, and also uh, want to hit some of those other points you made. You know, education is going to be a big issue, whether on the state level. It's always a big issue on, on the local level. But what are some of your thoughts on uh, on addressing the concerns of education? What do you see as, as the concerns of, of education here in Frederick County? Well, I served, just finished serving on the uh, 21st Century Commission to study funding, school funding. And I, I hearken back to the COP Commission, which established a $250 million appropriation minimum per year uh, from the state. So the construction part of it is an issue. That's a joint venture uh, program or uh, a joint venture concept, and it, it has worked. Uh, We need cost containment. We need to do better. uh, If, for example, the state puts up $250 million and we spend $120 million on a high school, uh, that's one county. So we need to do better at controlling costs. And also we need to look at how we handle distribution of students. Uh, We can't have schools operating at 65% and others at 115%. So on the building side, uh, that's how I perceive it. On the other end of it, which is the operating side, we need to do better for teachers. We need to uh, get higher pay for teachers. And um, I, I think that's really the essence of it. It's a, it's a tough career. I know I came out of it. It's hard work. Some work harder than others. If you're teaching English, you're working harder than I did coaching track. But the point is everybody works hard and the kids are our future. It's really the most important thing we do. Yeah, I 
you know, I just finished my 11th year teaching high school history. So yeah, and uh, so the other big issue that you brought up in terms of those priorities was dealing with uh, the drug issue. And I, I assume you're, you're in large part talking about the opioid right. epidemic and everything. And um, what are your thoughts in terms of how this became the issue that it's become and what are things that we can do at the county level to uh, to try to try to resolve this and fix it? Well, it's hard to say how it came about, but I think there are a number of reasons why, and that would take a long time to discuss. Sure. Some of it has to do with uh, the pharmaceutical companies. Some of it has to do with the fact that government didn't regulate as much as it should and uh, physicians maybe overuse some of these uh, painkillers. But the bottom line for us is it's a national crisis. It's a state crisis. What we can do is put programs in K through 12 in the school system. To, we did that with smoking to educate kids uh, so that they don't try these things. We need to have treatment centers or uh, what, you could call them treatment centers, drop-in centers, whatever, the drug that, uh, what's it called, Narcon, yeah, yeah, it should be in the hands of every policeman, every firefighter, every EMT, and in the schools. Uh, people in the schools should be trained to, to administer this drug. Those are just a, a, a couple of things I think we can do. The big thing, though, is to work with the state to make sure we're pushing the state to do all it can do, and also with the, the federal government. The last question I have for you, uh, of course, we're in uh, early voting right now uh, for the primary. Uh, there's not a whole lot of time left in, in the campaign, but for those people who would who would like to get in, involved in your campaign here in, in the final minutes here and, and make that last push, uh, how can they get involved? Well, our headquarters is here where my business is, of course, so that's uh, access. My website and also uh, just the... Uh, the hotline, which is uh, 301-964-3873. Uh, love to have volunteers. It's been a difficult run with a lot of people putting a lot of things into it, a lot of uh, energy into the campaign. I've enjoyed it, and I, I would appreciate having um, everybody's vote, or at least enough to win. <laughs> uh, Galen Claggett, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to be on the podcast. Well, thank you. And for everybody who is listening, I uh, want to make sure that you're aware of the Frederick Democrats website, www.frederickdemocrats.org. And there you can see our calendar of events. We've got all kinds of stuff that we're doing. It's a, it's a very busy year with the midterm elections and everything. Uh, and also uh, make sure that you sign up for Club Blue. Uh, we're asking for a recurring donation of $10 a month. Uh, that money will go towards helping Democrats get elected here in Frederick County. It will also go to help uh, promote the party and, and our values and so forth. So uh, please uh, consider joining Club Blue. And we do host uh, an annual event that is free uh, exclusively for Club Blue members. Uh, so I hope that you'll, you'll consider doing that. Uh, the music for this podcast was written and performed by David Fitzwater. Thanks so much for listening.